there, this is Cyril Larkin. Now don't touch that mouse, because Rebecca's got some great stuff coming up on Love That VoiceOver. And speaking as the President of the United States, I hope you're listening to lovely Rebecca hosting Love That VoiceOver. I know I am. <laughs> I cracked myself up. Hey, all you fabulous, beautiful, interesting, super intelligent listeners of Love That VoiceOver. This is Rebecca Michaels-Haw, also known as Love That Rebecca, your voiceover talent running the show. Everybody, we're back with Randy Ryan, Hamsterball Studios, and I was just telling him that a friend of his sent me, knowing that we were going to do this interview, a picture, will I, which I will put up for those who go to the Blog Talk Radio site of Love That VoiceOver. And Randy is in a band called Driver. And was this when you were touring, Randy? Uh, yes, that was. That was... Uh what I would call my almost famous band. That was the one that got far and away the most notoriety. In fact, here's the best story. There was, there was, okay, there was a club in Miami, Fort Lauderdale called the Button South. It was one of the largest clubs uh, in the country. Um, 1,500, 2,000 people wow. it would held. Um, and, you know, we came in there as this band out of the Midwest and um, quickly became one of the biggest draws there. Um, so fast forward 23 years, the person who was the manager then had since gone on to be Clarence Clemens, personal manager. And then also, um, I don't know what she does for, you know, for Springsteen, but you know, that's her world. Yeah. And, but she actually, what happened is several people in her life died, uh, including Clarence Clemens. Oh yeah. And one of them, and another one was somebody who used to be, who I don't remember, but was instrumental to the button. So I think he might've been one of the owners. Anyway, she decided that she needed to put a reunion back together. And so out of the blue, we get this call. I get this call from Darlene Delano. It's like, well, hello, Darlene. Haven't spoken to you in 20 years. (laughs) What she did is she implored us to get back together to come to Miami, which was logistically kind of difficult because, you know, I'm in Austin. Uh, Brian, the singer and bass player, is in Indianapolis. Brett, uh, the drummer, is in Nashville. Uh, Dave, the founder and guitar player, uh, is outside of Cleveland. Wow. And, you know, and again, none of us had, you know, I have played individually with each of them for various things. Brian and I went on a road bunch of songs together after that band. But, you know, I haven't been on stage. You know, the four of us <laughs> haven't been on stage in 23 years. Could and be a little rusty. It was, uh, it actually went off very well. Yay! It was uh, very interesting, but, uh, but yeah, that just happened literally like just a month ago. Oh so my gosh. Congratulations. That was fun. Driver reunited. <sighs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, um, that's really fun. And everybody, you can go to uh, the website, lovethatvoiceover.com, and then click on the show, and you'll be able to see the picture. Uh, Randy is the one on the left with the mustache and lifeguard shirt. <laughs> now, if anybody goes to hamsterballstudios.com, there are a lot of great samples on there that we can listen to for different things, a whole bunch of different things from games to other commercials. You're still in the advertising field, aren't you? Is Or is that a small piece now? It's, you know, it's, it's there. Um, it's lar- the advertising that we do are largely for people I've known for many years. Um, we just did um, and a 
television campaign for uh, IndyCar, for IndyCar racing. Um, but it's because there is um, a person back in Indianapolis by the name of Terry Lingner, who's been around for a long time, who's well known in uh, sports and in racing. And he had actually called me wanting us to um, put spot together. Right. Uh, so, you know, those are the ways that we do stuff like that now. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's really, it's a lot of legacy people I've known for a long time. Um, but the growth for us still is continuing to be in video games. Because and, that industry is bursting, right? Yeah, and, and like anything else, it's changing a lot, too. There's a lot more mobile, social, casual, tablet, um, right. which is a lot of our focus now. But, but, you know, but the guts of how that works are not from an audio perspective aren't enormously different than doing a you know, AAA console game. Well, or, let me let me just mention a couple of people that I saw that are clients of yours that are just to get names some names so that people understand mm-hmm. what we're talking about here. Uh, WB Interactive Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about let me see looking for another name here. Uh mm-hmm. Communications, uh, Kentucky National Guard. <laughs> uh, gosh, I didn't even remember that. Let me tell you another one. Activision. Oh, Activision, yeah. Activision family of games. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Another one is Black Lantern Studios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turbine, which may possibly be related to Warner Brothers. Yes, actually, we do. For them, we've uh, we've been doing all the, the voiceover for Lord of the Rings online since that game started. Fantastic. I think they did a, a couple of the main characters first, and then uh, the person who was the producer at that time, who interestingly enough is now working for an ad agency. Interesting. Uh, in Boston, um, but but uh, they. But we, I, I don't even remember why they came to us, but it was, hey, we need all this, and we provided it, and they loved it, and then we just kind of have provided it ever since. And then a couple of years ago, they pulled us onto Dungeons & Dragons online. Fantastic. Uh, so we've been doing uh, all the VO for those. Fantastic. Um, what are your most prominent projects that people would know about? Probably Lord of the Rings, I would assume. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, World of Warcraft. We've done a lot of the main characters uh, in the recent years for, for WoW. Um, we just finished up uh, all the VO for Leisure Suit Larry, which uh, is going to be out in a couple of weeks. And that was an enormous amount of, uh, uh, I think it was almost 9,000, 8,500, 8,600 lines of dialogue. Oh, wow. Um, 36, 37 characters, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, it was that was a it was a fun project. That's yeah. a re-release of the video game Leisure Suit Larry, correct? That's that is correct. It's been completely updated. It looks, of course, nothing like what the uh, old adventure game looked like, and the plot has it's not the exact same plot. There are some elements the same, but it's it's a it's a it's a d- different game, and it's um, it's very well done. What's your dream project? Boy, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, um, you know, I, I guess if I were really going to, uh, I, I, let's put it this way. I don't know that I could name a name of a game or a genre, but something where we are able, and we've got a possibility of one of these right now. So this may be our, uh, but there's a, you know, in the video game world, there are a lot of super secret double probation type things. And this right. is one of them. Okay. So we, but, is it, you can't talk about it, but you can talk about no, it I can't, without I can mentioning you, it. But, right. But I can tell you that we're doing all the music and voiceover and sound design uh, at the moment. And if the game does uh, go forward, 
Um, we certainly hope that that will continue, that we will be able to do all that. And the, the reason that I would say that it has the possibility of being a dream job is because we're able to really create the sound sets all the way across from the beginning. And the um, developer has been enormously good about letting us do what we do and having a very light touch as opposed to you know being in there all the time like i don't like the way that saxophone sounds or whatever they you know may right, say micromanaging you they're not doing that to you they are definitely not micromanaging in fact i've had to ask sometimes it's like do you really love everything we're doing because that's kind of unusual it's, well, okay there are these few things we'd like to change okay that's good that's good give us feedback um but so you know to do all of that to be basically have that top-down look um of production and to be able to create everything from you know front to back i mean a lot of audio directors who work for big developers you know in a sense kind of get to do that we rarely do because people who think of us as voiceover tend to think of us as voiceover and it's like we do music too yeah whatever kid um <laughs> and vice versa you know if we're there is music it's like well, are the music guys you know so it is it's nice when somebody says why don't you do all of this and it's an all-encompassing project, which sounds like what you really like to have. That's the dream part of it. Yeah, I think so. Because, you, because you've got control of, um, you, you don't have to worry about, you know, is this going to interfere with that? You know, it's, it's all your baby. And you can, um, yes, you do have a boss, obviously, who can override you and the producer, or the executive producer. But for the most part, it's, you know, this is your job. It's yeah. like sound from beginning to end and you know if it doesn't work it's your fault you know which is fine right well let's take a quick break for the moment and we'll be right back with more of randy ryan hamsterball studios thanks for joining us 